the Jesus and Joe podcast. My name is Georgia, and I am so excited that you are here. Through this podcast, I want to be able to encourage you, to hype you up, and to get you excited on God's truth. I can't wait to just have these precious moments with you. So, girlfriend, I don't think you're ready for this one, but let's get started. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Jesus and Joe podcast. Today is a very special episode because I have a very special guest. It's my very first guest here on the podcast. And so it's none other than my favorite person in the entire world, my sister. Everyone say hello to Hello. Hello, everyone. (laughs) This is Vivian, and she is such a light. I think everyone who knows her loves her. She is the best person in the entire world. And so... We are going to be talking about obedience today, and I was like, hmm, who could I ask to be that obedient person? Who's that person I know who's on fire for Jesus? It's my little sister, Vivian Joy. So, Vivian, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so in life right now, I am an upcoming junior at Tennessee Tech. Go Eagles! Yep, wings up, and I got to experience my first year of college with JoJo, so that was so fun. So I am studying human ecology, you know, I, I'm a student out there, of course, I'm uh, in a sorority, I'm an 85, boom, boom, <laughs> and I'm also part of a ministry called Young Life, and I'm a leader up in Upper Cumberland, up there. Oh, awesome. So Vivian and I, we actually went to school together, which is so cool. Um, we went to college for one year. I didn't want to at first, Yeah, but it was the best thing ever. <laughs> Y'all, it, there's a video that I show everybody and their mother, but the day that Vivian ran home to 80 Pie, that's my favorite video in the entire world. If I can find it, I'll definitely put this in on my Instagram. But <laughs> Um, yeah, Vivian and I took on the world at Tennessee Tech. Yep. We really did. It was the best year. Joe. So good. So fun. We went through so much of life together. And I think what's so cool, like, you have a sister. If you're going to the same college as her, I just want y'all to know, like, you will grow so much together. I never mm-hmm. thought that would be even closer than we were, like, in college. But, like, my sister became my best friend, and especially in college. Mm-hmm. And so I just think that it's such a sweet time, and I think that that time was so needed. And it was just definitely placed by the Lord because, I mean, I was praying that you'd go to Tennessee Tech long before oh. you knew. Well, <laughs> the Lord work. answered. Praise work, everyone. <laughs> but we're going to talk a little bit about the typical, you know, walk as a Christian on college campuses and how to be obedient as a 20 something year old. It is going to be so exciting. I am so excited yeah, to talk about up, everyone. It's going to be good. <laughs> so we are going to just jump on into it. So let's talk about the word obedient. What do you think of Vivian when you think of the word obedient? Yeah. So I had to start really knowing the character of God first. And I think that started with just making sacrifice of my time to get to know him through like my devotional through spending time with him through just trying to get to know more about him and who he is and what he wants me to do and but when I started really learning and like soaking into that that's when I truly started giving my whole heart to him and started letting him lead in bigger ways I agree yeah yeah so what does your quiet time look like in college so it has changed especially over the past two years but at first 
the biggest takeaway that I've had in college is that you can't pour out unless you pour unless you're poured in unless you're not full of the Lord you can't pour that complete fullness out into others and the way that he has called us to so it all starts with a relationship with him and you build that relationship obviously by spending time with him every day and I will have like a devotional which it just kind of ranges which one I'm doing at the time I have a small group that I've been reading a book called Gent- Gentle and Lowly, and that's been a good book. And there'll also be small devotionals. Again, I'll throw in there. But I've really started to read a chapter of the Bible mm-hmm. every single day. And I've gone through um, Romans and First Corinthians, a lot in the New Testament mostly. Mm-hmm. But I really have dove into truly reading the parables and just the stories that are full of Jesus and the miracles he performed. And it really translates to me, like how I can be used through him when he has done so much. Mm -hmm. But also too, I really have learned that. And I think this is kind of redundant, but you have to make time for him. And unless you don't do that, it's not just going to magically pop up in your day. Like, you know, sometimes you have a to-do list and you want to get to things, but then you know, everything right. just gets shoveled around and you don't even get to it. That's the same thing with spending time with the Lord. Yeah. Everyone has morning. It, they all do. You choose how you want to spend it. For me, that's when I know I can really spend un, uninterrupted time with the Lord. Yeah. So I built in uh, typically anywhere from like 30 to an hour, 30 minutes to an hour to read and pray and right and spend time with jesus it's a good way to start the day it is, it is i think too one of like the um pills i had to swallow before like entering into that college life was i think someone either told me or it just came about like as i don't even know what it was i think someone told me i couldn't tell you who it was but it was you make pri- you make time for what's a priority in your life yeah, that's very true. And I think that goes along with people and what you want to do in activities. But also, too, if Jesus is something that you truly want to, someone you want to get to know and someone you want to see very apparent in your life, I mean, it, like, spend time with him, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. And honestly, it's probably the best. Like, when Vivian and I were in school, some of my favorite memories and moments were truly just going to a coffee shop and having her as an accountability partner just with doing our devotionals. Yeah. Good old poets. We love poets. Shout out to you poets. <laughs> so since you do have like an awesome quiet time routine, you are very evident with Jesus in your walk with the Lord. Like what are some tips that you can give, you know, the college girls that are about to start like going into it or like the girls that are in college right now who are just trying to figure out ways to spend time with him. Like what are your tips that you would like to share? Again, I think it just falls back on that you have to make time for that. Any relationship you want in your life, that has to be put um, at a place where it's priority and effort goes into. Just, again, like any friendship, any time you would go and meet up with someone. Again, like you have to meet up with Jesus. Oh, yeah. He means you got to hang out with him. Yeah, he meets you (laughs) where you are, but, I mean, you got to meet with him. He's, you know, so – I think that's across the board just the most important thing to know mm-hmm. and to carry that, especially when you're on your own, you know. It's true. It's it's you and truly the Lord, whether you know it or not. So 
it really is a good place to acknowledge and embrace that. But for me in my life right now, I have learned that to see the Lord, I truly have to give myself rest and give myself time to acknowledge what he's doing in my life. Because I tend to go from zero to 100 as soon as I wake up in the mornings. I'm all over the place. That's just who I am. I've always been a busier person. She's like a squirrel. Which I love. I love it. I I can't stand being bored, which is why I'm really trying to learn. Like Hammy from Over the Hedge. That is me. (laughs) I love it. Anyways, I have to acknowledge the gift of rest. And rest Mm -hmm. is not a bad thing. But Mm -hmm. when I rest, I can truly sit and be still. And Jesus wants you to be still. He doesn't want this fully accomplished, all over the place, doing this, that person, hanging out with them, also like going there, you know. Yeah. He literally just wants you to be still with him. Yeah. And not bring any of those things to the table to kind of fulfill you in a way that makes you more approved by him. I've really learned that I don't have to do anything to prove that love he asked for me and he chose me before any of those things were even an option for me to choose. Amen. Um, so truly you have to give yourself a time and a place where you're not surrounded by a million people. You have to shut your door. You have to choose to say no to hang out with people. And in those moments you truly can reflect of like what Jesus has done in your day, you know? Yeah. And it's okay to say no to like truly, you know, like I said before, like making, you know, those things of priority in your life, it's okay to say no. Yeah, I, I, I do struggle with that a lot, but... Viv and I are yes girls. We say yes all the it's time. It's a curse. <laughs> it's a curse. I wanted to share, we're going to kind of do this thing where we're going to just go back and forth. We're going to do quick little tips. Okay. You ready for this? Like, little tips of obedience and walking with the Lord, kind of making him a priority in your day, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Okay, here we go. Y'all, this is not planned, so here we go. Um, so for me, one of the biggest tips that I could probably give that college girl right now, honestly, uh, surround yourself with people who will bring you closer to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I think I've I had some really, really great friends in college, and those friends that I knew would be able to pray for me, especially if I had like a big test, would encourage me if I was feeling down, when I was brokenhearted, they were there to comfort me. I mean, having friends that were surrounding me that I could totally see the character of Jesus around them, that made it so evident that Jesus could truly be my best friend and like how that has truly reflected in my life. And now look at what's happened. I mean, I wrote a whole devotional about it, but I think honestly, keeping having those people around you that will bring you closer to him grand slam like that's what i could totally be able because i think having those people around you to bring you closer to him that's probably one of the biggest tips that i could give that girl right now what about you number two number two yeah so i would say obedience doesn't always lead to isolation Mm -hmm. in a way where yes you may be answering a calling that's completely different from someone else's calling and that may have to lead to different aspects of your life but that doesn't mean you have to isolate yourself yeah you know um an example of that in my life is you know being in a sorority and then going and doing a big ministry i'm involved with on the side but you know it's important to be obedient to more than just one calling if you are you know like my whole day doesn't 
revolve around one aspect of my life versus the other, you know? I think that there's different elements that go into different callings, but just because they're different doesn't mean that you have to isolate yourself from other aspects that differ, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. It does. That was very good. Number three, when I think of obedience and keeping your walk with the Lord, Vivian did say it earlier, and I'm just going to reiterate, yeah, I'm going to reiterate it, that reading a chapter of the Bible every single day, and I know it sounds like a lot, but truly it's not. I think what I learned in like doing my small devotionals in college and stuff, you know how they only give you like one verse to Mm -hmm. kind of base the whole kind of Devo on, which is awesome and it's super important. But when you read the whole chapter, I mean, there's so much more context on why that's the important verse that they picked out for that devotional. Mm -hmm. And I think by doing that too, you get to learn more about what Jesus can do through his people and through what he can do with his power. I mean, it's truly amazing. And so, yes. And if you want to know who Jesus is and who he's called you to be, I mean, read the chapter, make that it truly doesn't take that long. It's probably one of the quickest little acts of obedience that I use to start my walk with the Lord that caught my whole entire walk on fire. I mean, like it just went ablaze. It was so good. All because I started reading more than just one verse. Okay, then number four. Number four is my yes and your yes isn't something that is going to happen on immediate. Hello? (laughs) Immediately! That's what I meant. (laughs) It's not going to happen immediately. Everything that I have felt called to in my life, it's been something that, of course, I've acknowledged and you think and you pray about it. Mm -hmm. And for me, after feeling a little more at peace after prayer and truly talking out the Lord, I'll go and seek wisdom from someone who can give me further human wisdom, if that makes sense. And like concerning on like what they could hold for me, just more more poured into me than I could just seek for myself. Yeah. And again, after you can just kind of create this bundle of peace, I truly learned that peace is from the Lord. And if there's peace and the Lord is present, and if it's surely somewhere that the Lord's calling me, then it's a go. It will just be so evident to you, yeah. I think. It's just a little trans, a little transcending. Is that the word? Transcending? Hello? I don't know. Transcending? Transcending. It's a transcending moment of just small collections of peace throughout an act of obedience that leads to the complete yes towards that calling. I think it is so cool to see how the Lord, whenever he just gives you like that little idea that leads to something so much bigger. I mean, I think I told you this story. I don't know if you've heard or not, but like whenever I, my whole ministry started with a group me. And I remember I was working one night at the fitness center at Tennessee Tech and the Lord put on my heart. He's like, you need to make a group me and basically use that to encourage girls with their walk with the Lord. You know, Things are popping up on their phone all the time. And so have something good and encouraging popping up, popping up on it. And so I was terrified, but that was my small yes that led to something so much bigger and better than I could have ever dreamed of. So I just think that obedience is something that is so good. And I think it's something that the Lord can do through each and every single one of us. All if we just give him that three little letter word. 
Yes, yes, that's all you have to say. And the goodness of him and the greatness will be so apparent throughout your life. And it's just so good. The last question, Viv, that I have for you, it goes along with the verse in James 1, 22, and it says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only. Isn't that great? That's a good one. It's yeah. a very good verse. <laughs> and I was thinking along with that verse that's in Romans saying, like, do not conform to the patterns of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I think that's the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I was kind of thinking of that in you know, in college, I mean, you're completely surrounded by so many different avenues that you could take. You could do option A, B through Z. I mean, like you could do whatever you wanted to do, but how do you keep that in your mind? You know, when things do come up, like how do you make sure that you are still walking with the Lord and not just with the patterns of the world? Yeah. So I think it kind of falls back on the tip that I gave earlier about like isolating just because, you know, one of your options doesn't line up with someone else's doesn't mean you have to isolate in a way where it can come across as like self-centered or that you're trying to be rude. Like you can still be a part of different aspects, especially in college and still be present. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that's the whole idea of being there. You know, you're still talking to people. You're still, you know, with the people you love doing whatever, you know what I'm saying? But just because some of maybe your ideas don't line up with others doesn't mean that you have to totally cancel out every single thing that has to do with those decisions mm-hmm. that people may make. You you can still love those people and you can still be with those people. And you I, need to still be Jesus, you know, to those yeah, people. Yeah, I don't you know? think Jesus would be like, oh, I don't approve what you're doing, so I'm not going to go and hang out. I'm not going to be your friend anymore. Like, uh-uh! Jesus was friends with everyone, and that's what I want to be. So I think that's what you guys should be, too. And truly know that just because, like, you may not vibe with some people doesn't mean that, you you know, that has to be something that stops you from anything and everything. I mean, you and I have both have seen so many different people. I mean, everyone, when they go on a college campus, you don't see the same person. It's like, it's not copy and paste it on another. But what I think is so good about it is that it's an opportunity to show Jesus to each and every single one of those people. Why would you want to just isolate yourself to two of the same like-minded people in your life? You know, like, what's the point? Like, when Jesus did his ministry here on earth, you notice, like, he went up to everyone. He went up to everyone. It wasn't just those people that were like-minded with him. It was the people that were sick, the people that were blind, the people like it was all these kinds of people with different traits and characteristics about them, but the Lord still chose them. He still loved them no matter what the sin that they did. Yeah. And I think that the Lord calls you to love. The Lord doesn't call you to do everything that everyone else Mm -hmm. does. And that can be in total different directions, you know? And so people are different and that's truly what you have to know going into college. Like you're not stuck in a place where you're just zoned with the people that you were in high school, you Mm -hmm. know, like you have a million different chances to be friends with anyone and everyone. Mm -hmm. And that chance leads to showing Jesus in different forms, no matter, you know, who they are, what they do. Uh You're a friend and through that friendship, they can see Jesus in it. And that might be the closest they can be to Jesus one day. But I just love that Vivian was able to be on here to share with us a little bit more on the obedience on how you can do that on your college campus and how it may be the smallest little act of yes, but you never know how 
big of an impact that it can make for his kingdom. So honestly, if I could just end with one little piece of advice, and Vivian, you're going to do the same as well. The best thing that's ever happened to me was truly surrendering everything to him because it's given me the life that I never thought I would have ever dreamed for myself. Yeah, no, I think that saying yes can be a little intimidating sometimes, but there will be so many greater blessings, so many acts of his goodness that come from just one little decision to follow. Great piece of advice, Viv. Good job. So I hope that anyone who's listening, you feel a little bit more encouraged and more a little courageous and brave to say that yes to Jesus because I think Vivian is such a great example to follow because she said yes to a school that she didn't even think she was going to go to. No, I did not want to go to that school. Hey, but praise the Lord you did because what she's doing there is so amazing with the people that she's impacted and how she's friends with everyone and their mother. I mean, she's doing such great things there and from being a leader to being a leader in sorority, young life, all this kind of stuff. And she's able to do it while still maintaining an awesome relationship with Jesus. So Vivian, thank you so much again for coming to the podcast. Such an honor. Everyone, let's give her a round of applause. It's an honor. Wow. So exciting. But before we go, Viv, would you please pray for us? Yes. Thank you so much. Go ahead. Yes. Dear Jesus, I thank you so much for... This listener, I thank you for this podcast and what it holds. I thank you for Georgia and the yes that she gave to her calling. And I just pray a blessing over all the callings that you have for your followers, Lord. I just pray that we put our best foot forward, our best yes forward, that we just continue to seek your kingdom, Lord, and everything that we do. I just thank you so much again for all that you do for us, how you love us, and how good you are to us. In your name I pray. Amen. All right. We love you. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you have the best day. Bye. Bye.